I'm not a terrorist, I'm a realist. It's two sides to every story, third perspective, what the deal is. It's the land of the free, home of the brave, built on Rothschild's private banks, cross-continental trade, privately held prisons, and black Negro slaves, Federal Reserve notes, no hoax and or joke. It's just slain to say, fiat currency is a old way of keeping rich people safe. So let's act like the war on terrorism about oil exchange. Resources gained or commodity terrain Like how they killed the communists of the global economy Replaced the government with quasi-capitalistic democracy There goes Gaddafi, the golden standard, and money trees Along with Clinton emails and Trump-Russian details Of Putin interference with this U.S. diplomacy Wait a minute, let me speak politicians and a rhetoric it says one nation under god indivisible you crucify and vilify minority individuals make profit off of usury and christianity then get on tv half naked with profanity nah i'm no terrorist just can't understand some americans too quick to point the finger or play the victim when we take advantage of an already broken system to push bias agendas and foreign commitment so any adversary treated like a gang and eradicate its existence that goes for black panthers bloods prince black power the black lives matter the movement i'm hip to how y'all hop in the move since experiments like tuskegee university study on syphilis let's be truthful it ain't about race religion or creed it's about keeping us all from being financially free financially free financially free, financially free. she played the harp i played the
recording now. We back, y'all. This is Taste Test Podcast. My yes, sir. Myself, Jonathan, and my co-host, Janae. What's up? And we have a special guest here. What up? Yes, Let me introduce. It's Tono. Follow me on all social media outlets at Tono Wilson. That's T-O-N-O Wilson on Facebook, Instagram. Oh, I don't shit. like Twitter, <laughs> but I'm on Twitter, too. <laughs> SoundCloud. <laughs> all this so, Apple Music. All of it. Yeah, yeah. so Tono, man, uh, so what's your uh, what's what's your music about? Like how would you describe yourself if I was meeting you for the first time? You. I mean, well, the impetus or the beginning of my music is being genuine, being a free thinker, being yourself, and not being afraid to do that because it liberates other people to do the same. So my music is always it, it starts with my personal experiences and then it generalizes my personal experiences to something I think everybody could relate to in a way that I think opens up the door for conversation. Like my, uh, the very first song that I, uh, had for my album is, uh, I'm not perfect and I'm not perfect. It's kind of, I don't know if I want to talk about it too much, but I wrote it while I was in the psych ward. I was really depressed because my grandma had died. I was struggling in school. I was in a relationship with a young lady that was married and I didn't know. And it was just a lot of emotionally troubling things and also dealing with my faith and dealing with whether I wanted to be Christian or not. And while I was going through this, I ended up just getting to a point where I was losing sleep. I was losing touch, losing touch with reality, losing touch with what I considered myself at the time. And in that period, I felt like nihilistic. I felt like things didn't have a purpose. Things didn't have a meaning. So I had to assign things meaning. And it made me start letting go and just accepting things for what they are. Not looking at a cup half full or half empty, but just saying, hey, be grateful for the cup of water that you have instead of, you know, just being accepting of what things are. And looking at that worldview, I think I, I, I put that in my album. My album that I have on iTunes right now is called Salah Salam, which is Hebrew for stop and listen, peace. And Salah has always been used as a refrain, like all throughout Psalms is used as a refrain in the Bible. You know, it would say something right. like, sing praises unto our God, Salah, stop, yep. let Salah. it sink in, let it marinate. So I always wanted people to, to listen to what I had to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janae, did you have a question? Be, you know, because I had another one, but you can go ahead if you have one. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, what would you? Who would you say was your um, biggest musical influence? My biggest musical influence is definitely Kanye. Your biggest musical influence, I can, you know, I, I hear, Kanye. Yeah, I have to ask, and I have to ask because you have a really nice flow. When I was listening to the album, which I really did thoroughly enjoy, by the way, I appreciate it. And there were some things that were, rushed. you know, with you being from. That's okay. That's we couldn't tell. You know, I'm serious. But you know, from the beginning to the end, I want to know who was your influence. I hear a little bit of everyone in there but i want to hear from your mouth all right okay who influenced so, you from from a lyrical standpoint eminem is my mm-hmm. who i would mock my writing style after eminem mm-hmm. he, he talks about iambic pentameter and cadence and yeah. tone and, you know yeah. even something simple as 
you know, the way he would read something. Like, I mean, Eminem, I feel like he could take something like he'd be reading the back of this package of kind. And he'd be like, do the kind thing for your body and your taste buds and the world. Be kind to the community. Hear it high. What we understand is differently. You know, I'm just reading the back yeah. of the chips, but that's his that's cadence. It. And yeah. he would, he would yeah. tell people to practice that. And I think I mastered my cadence and my style of writing from studying Eminem. People like Rakim, Royce the Five Nine, Supernatural, a lot of battle rappers. Rakim was the first person that came to my Royce. mind. Oh, yeah. gonna talk about Royce. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Rakim was the first person that actually came to my mind when I was Ooh, listening. That's a good one too. I'm actually, yeah. really happy that you said that. That's what you. That's what you reminded me of. Okay. Uh, John, I definitely, man. I, I take yeah. that as the highest compliment of the highest. Yeah. It remind, it, and I heard a little bit of M influence in there as well. Oh yeah. Um, that's why. I asked. Like, Jonathan, go ahead with your next question. Yeah, but um, we just we just intro one of your songs. I wanted you to kind of speak on that. Definitely. Okay, so <laughs> it, it's actually weird because I, I was afraid of, of, of backlash of this song. So basically my song, Lady Liberty, is about the concept of freedom. And when I talk about the concept of freedom, I want to kind of define and refrain what, what I mean by that word. So not just freedom in the sense of, okay, I'm not a slave, but freedom in the sense of I'm mentally free, I'm economically free, not saying that I'm not responsible or there's no conclusions. I mean, consequences for my actions, but despite the conclusions, I feel as though I'm able to act in the ways I want to act. Now, don't make me say any, uh, I don't, don't want to sound like like a do as thou wilt conspiracy theorist, Illuminati type person. <laughs> But in the spirit of like, in the spirit of like the French Revolution or the Age of Enlightenment or the, the First Great Awakening, the idea of, hey, I have an idea and I'm, I feel like I can act on it without the idea of what other people think being a caveat to me expressing the idea. And that even builds into the, the first project I told you, Salah Salam, the fight for it to listen. Like the cover art is actually a warrior with a trumpet. So is somebody, I, I, the idea I wanted to echo was the idea of Joshua and the Wall of Jericho, breaking down barriers with music. And mm. with this new project is called The Trump Tape. And Trump, not necessarily Donald Trump, but it does allude a lot to Donald Trump, but it's, a, it's an acronym for Tono's Rare Untold Matrix Philosophy. And it's basically about being a free thinker, being someone who's able to understand and look at things for themselves and not feel the psychological caveats and prejudices of other people. But getting back to the song, that's what you asked me. I went in a circle. I digress. Lady Liberty is 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 about being a free thinker. Whether you're voting, whether you're deciding whether to go to school or not, whether you're choosing a certain ideology or religion, Lady Liberty is about that. During a when we received the Statue of Liberty from France, the design, and there was the World Fair in St. Louis and a lot of different places, uh, the ideology uh, behind uh, Lady Liberty was Native Americans being held in higher esteem, women's suffrage, women having the right to vote, and abolition of slavery. Uh -huh. These were the three things that the Statue of Liberty was symbolizing. And if you look at a lot of the original designs for the Statue of Liberty, you would see it had like this pyramid hat. The pyramid hat was a symbol of a slave being free in Greco-Roman culture. A lot of conservatives in America was like, no, nah, we don't want no pyramid hat because we don't want the idea of 
free slaves being the vanguard for this statue. The other idea, they wanted to have like a Native American headdress on and a sword. And it was like, no, nah, we're not going to do that. But even even some of these ideals are still seen in Lady Liberty. Like you see the, the sun, you know, and, and, the broken our, hands on our feet. And, and, and different stuff like that. So <laughs> yes. you see the it paying homage to, like I said, women's suffrage, the emancipation of slaves and Native Americans. But uh, and I called it Lady Liberty because I feel like the song embodies that it embodies freedom. It embodies the idea of being true to yourself and doing things without the caveat of, oh, I'm not gonna do or say this because other people are gonna think that I'm this way. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't concern yourselves with the opinions of others. Like, of course I care what my mom thinks or what my friends think about me. And I take those things into consideration before I do something, but I don't let that be the end all be all of why I do something. I don't say I'm gonna do something just because other people hold it in high esteem or my mom thinks it's a good idea or my girlfriend wants me to do it. I do things because it agrees with my moral code and what I believe is right or wrong. Damn, man. <laughs> I mean, you said it all. I don't, I, yeah. Janae, <laughs> did you have anything else to say? Or ask? Dang, she froze. Uh, well, it looks like Janae having some technical difficulties, but we're gonna we gonna try to keep him moving with the show. Uh Janae. Janae, are you back? <laughs> All right, yeah. She <laughs> she's not back yet, but yeah, she's not back. Oh snap. Yeah, we lost her. Shoot. Oh, let's start it over. Hey, you can start with that. Okay, my next question for you is, what was your favorite track to record? My favorite track to record? Okay, I think I had the the funnest time doing uh, Fall For You. I think that was, okay. that I enjoyed myself doing that. I stepped out of my comfort zone and did some kind of weird Blink-182 alternative rock stuff, and it was fun. That was, that was definitely a different, a different thing for me to do and it was one of my favorite uh my favorite studio experiences it wasn't necessarily my favorite song off the album but it was my favorite studio experience <laughs> okay okay Dang. i understand that well man some great stuff you saying here i definitely <laughs> appreciate what you've been doing as far as musically i've been knowing you for a little minute man we go way back <laughs> Way, way back, this is a good, uh, actually we grew up in the church together, <laughs> that's the funny thing, but yeah, this, this is my friend, I know him back, we just do it as Tavine, yeah, so it's amazing, I love the fact that like, your message behind your music, and I think it's needed, especially in these days and times, you know, for the younger generation coming up behind us, you know, let them know, like, it's okay, you know, to be different have different yeah. ideas because it's true. Yeah. The world needs some different ideas because keep doing the yeah. same thing over and over. You're going to be in the same spot. Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, I want you to let everybody know where they can find your music, the new music, yep. if you have any out. Definitely. You know? All right, okay. So uh, the new song, Lady Liberty, is debuted on Facebook. So if you want to hear Lady Liberty outside of this podcast for you to just tune in, just it's on my public Facebook page, Tono Wilson. 
and uh, I'll be the guy in the the green true religion hat with the the crucifix ear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. All right, so we we gonna jump right into our first topic. Uh, oh, it is again. We leading off with Mr. West himself. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, we gonna we gonna talk about that. Uh, did last time did we talk? Did he have his TMZ interview the last time we talked, Janae? I can't remember. Um, no, he had only had the interview with Charlemagne. Okay, yeah, that's what we talked about Charlemagne, but we gonna dive a little bit more into that. So, uh, I think you told me you had finally seen Charlemagne's full interview, so I, I want to hear what yeah. you had to say with your thoughts. That month was long. It was like it two was, hours. Yeah. It was like hours on long. He, he, I was like, man. I think first, first I have to denote that anybody that's extremely creative, anybody that's a quote-unquote genius, they go through these bouts of dealing with nihilism or feeling like things don't have a purpose. And when they go through these depressions and these things don't have a purpose and feeling nihilistic or feeling like Frederick Nietzsche or whatever, they go through a point in life where I think they feel like I have to assign things a purpose. And since I have to assign things a purpose, I must be a God in some sense. And I think this sense of grandiosity, it could be a good thing and it could be a bad thing. And what I got from Kanye's interview with Charlemagne is he in his own way is trying to figure out what his purpose is and how he can better the human experience. And he feels frustrated that people don't take his ideas about bettering the human experience as serious as other people. Like mm -hmm. when he wanted to get into the fashion lane, it was, why don't you go work for Versace? Or why don't you go work for Gucci? And he like, nah, why don't people come work for me? And it's like, almost, it, it gives you a messed up attitude. Like, I feel like he had an attitude where it was like, why, why am I subservient to all these other people? Like, why is the idea of my brand being as great as a purple label Ralph Lauren or a Gucci or a Prada, why is that such a crazy idea? Why is it such a crazy idea that there could be a black NFL? Why is it such a crazy idea that there could be a, a black bank? You know, why, why, why are these different things so taboo? And I think Kanye tackles these things head on and he doesn't have the best euphemisms or the the most politically correct things to say. But the, in spirit, in spirit, I feel like my guy Kanye, he, he really he really wants to embody the idea that, hey, your dreams, whatever you want to do in life, things that you aspire to do, you can do it. And don't let nobody tell you otherwise. Don't don't give up. Like, you got to keep going for it. If you want to be a, a multimillionaire entrepreneur that works in real estate, keep going for it until you get your dream. And I think that's a mm -hmm. that's something I would stand on. Okay. Now, now whether whether his mom would have voted for Trump, I, I I can't say. All right, that segues into a question I wanted to ask because I feel like in some questions, like I feel like I feel like in the interview he is trying to come to like a solid idea conclusion on how to actually lead this idea. Yes, about free thought, but like when Charlemagne asked him specifically about why he loves Trump, it seemed like he kind of sidestepped that question and didn't really fully answer the question to me personally yeah but i i was interested in what like your your feeling about like his whole i love trump 
comments and stuff like that. Man, talk about grandma being mad at you for talking about a taboo (laughs) subject. But anyway, (laughs) uh, my rationale, my my sense of nonsense, (laughs) if I can make it that way. Uh, I believe the banter on that topic far as why he loves Trump is is much less a literal affection and much more of an ideation. I'm making up a word. So it's like the, the ideation of Trump, he agrees with. The idea that whatever you think and feel, you should be a brand ambassador for that. Now, the thing I think that he's trying to say that gets kind of muffled is... You, you, you have to kind of figure out how to be a liaison of both sides in order for you to make change. Like in his song, um, Yay Versus the People, he say, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, nobody wants to be that, that first blood to shake a Crips hand at a truce. He, he wants to be that, that first be that Democrat to, mm-hmm. to understand as the most radical proponent of black people that understands this Ku Klux Klan mentality. He wants to bridge the gap between this white supremacy and alt-right thinking and this liberal left idea. And I think the idea of, if nothing more than to get people talking, it invigors him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Janae, did you have some eggs? <laughs> honestly, truly, truly, honestly, no. <laughs> I'm so tired of, seriously. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. On one comment that he had in particular when, and we all didn't see this all on social media, uh, basically him saying that slavery was a choice. We all seen the memes. Well, let's, let's be honest. He said, he said slavery, 400 years of slavery, it sounds, sounds like, like a, a choice. choice. He didn't say it was. I got to I want to expand. I want to expand on that. And uh, of course, we all took it out of context. So you say a slavery was a choice, yada, yada, yada. But the more I sat and thought about it, I'm not saying that he made sense. So I'm going to go ahead and take Tono's word, make sense out of nonsense. Um, and what I kind of came to the conclusion of what he tried to say and what he thought he said and what made sense to Kanye was basically saying that we were also mentally enslaved, but we were also focused on being physically enslaved. And mentally, we could have overpowered. Is that that's just what I finally got from it, Gosh, which I, I don't agree. I agree, but I don't agree at the same time because you don't know where times were like back then. You know, what I'm saying you're in a foreign land. You don't know anybody. Only thing you know was this plantation. You know, they tell you if you do this, they go take your family. They are chopping feet off, you know, and all this other stuff like this. But Kanye is still Conan. I don't care nothing. I understand free speech and free thought. I get it and I'm with it. You yeah. know, but I'm still on the album though. All right, so here's here's what I like. At first, I had the like similar thoughts as you, Danae. But mm-hmm. like when I actually like stepped back away from like Twitter and Facebook and stopped listening to other people mm-hmm. or whatever. So like I broke it down. He he didn't say slavery was a choice. He said it sounds like a choice, mm-hmm. which you can say that's semantics, but. It's not the same thing, no. It's saying it said it was. Exactly, because that denotes it was past tense that definitely, definitely 
people made choices to be slaves, which I think that's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> Knowing, I guess. Just, talking about shadow slavery, that, that's When you nuts. think about it, I think mm-hmm. it's a funny thing that he alludes to it in that way. I remember when I watched the movie The Butler, and it pissed me off because it reminds me of there are people mentally like, Oh man, yeah. Massa was so yeah. good to us. Yeah. Massa uh-huh. got up bed and we got a mm-hmm. we got us a bathosis and we got clothes mm-hmm. on our backs, mm-hmm. man. Massa was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, now here's the other thing. He said 400 years. So when you think you count, it's 2018 right now. So you count back 400 years, and, and back in the past would be what around 1618. So from mm-hmm. 1618 all the way up until now, he I think he what he was really trying to say is like right now. If you still a slave, that is a choice. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you ain't in no physical bondage right now. Like yeah, mentally. Exactly. If you exactly. still a slave in 2018, you're a slave by choice. And I agree. If he's saying that, then I'm with hundred percent. Yeah, if he's saying if he's saying that, he's, I agree. There's some coons running around. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think he just should have found his word choice a little bit different. <laughs> like I said, Definitely. what made sense in Kanye's head did not come out correctly. Exactly. I could see where he was going with it. Like, okay, I, I can follow you a little bit. But then he got started on the side. I'm like, uh, okay, yeah. you you lost me. Yeah, when dealing with a person like Kanye, you have to always have like a double consciousness. You got to be able to see yeah. different sides of things. Yeah. Because if you don't, a person is creative. Free thinking. Appears to be as crazy as Kanye. He his stuff gonna go over your head, or you just gonna misinterpret his stuff a lot of times. Cause like I can tell, like he the type of dude he got like like five million things running through his head. You can tell like by looking at this dude. Bipolar, low key. That's why I was. There's nothing crazy. Probably wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, and that's (laughs) another thing I think a lot of people overlooking. Like, yeah, it could be like some either mental issue problems or like in the Charlemagne interview, he admitted to being on meds even up Mm -hmm. until this point, because he said the doctors, they had subscribed to him some medications. Now he said he wasn't taking as many or as much as they wanted him to, but he did say he was still taking, you know, this amount of, you know, throughout the week or whatever. So I think like people overlooked that and like, so ready to jump on and say he crazy without like actually taking an account like mental illness and all this drug culture which me and Janae we already talked about with J. Yeah. Cole's KOD album we already talked about that we already didn't talk about that but y'all that shit going over your heads because it's funny like mm-hmm. almost a week later you find out Kanye West is on opiates or whatever medication these uh Freaking pill pushing mm-hmm. uh medication. Yep. I mean uh doctors and stuff be pushing, especially to black and brown people. <laughs> people like yep. overlook that stuff all the time and it's crazy, but mm-hmm. it's, yeah, the world is crazy and the truth is stranger than fiction most of the time. So mm-hmm. I just I just take it for what it is. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I think you just we are at a time where we have to formulate our own thoughts, you know, and in an era where social media rules everything, you have to formulate your own opinions, and it's so hard this to do that when you have say. to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello, Cole. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know. But yeah, yeah. And it's, I, I ain't about Kanye. Anybody think about Kanye? 
Yeah, I'm still interested in hearing this album. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. <laughs> don't don't be mad at me. I I want to hear what the man got to say. I, <laughs> I want to hear what hey, he's got this, to say. If this I ain't to something, I'm extremely <laughs> let down. I know. Super anticlimactic. I agree. Doing all this antic stuff just to promote his album. No, I ain't gonna lie about that. I think he is doing that to promote his album. I'm gonna be pissed if this album ain't hot. I'm gonna be pissed. I'm gonna be pissed. Like, like the kid Cuddy, Tiana Taylor, Pusha T, whoever. It all better be good. Producing all this stuff apparently too. It better be magnificent. I mean, okay. So getting back to what I was saying. Kind of tying into like what I said with Lady Liberty, it being a French concept or a French idea, right? Okay, if you mm-hmm. look at Kanye videos, you look at like the video to Power, or you look at a lot of the different stuff he does, it has this quote unquote Illuminati feel to it. And when I say Illuminati, I don't want y'all to be like, oh, he talking about some secret government cult society. I want you to do your research on like Adam Wasep and the Bavarian Illuminati of 1776 and what it stood for. It was about you not being mentally or in any type of way imprisoned by the way people thought. It was about separating the idea of church from government. It was about people not being slaves. It was about being a free thinker. It was about the enlightenment, the French revolution. These ideas were the core precepts that got a lot of people killed during this era. And this is what Kanye is wearing as his vanguard. Now, whether he's doing this in the best way, I mean, is definitely up for debate. I mm-hmm. I never in the history of ever would try to align myself with somebody. Like for instance, um, back in World War II, Gandhi wrote letters to Hitler, right? Mm-hmm. And he, he talked about German nationalism. Mm-hmm. And when Gandhi talked about German nationalism, he quasi celebrated it in the idea of, okay, look at what Germans felt about themselves after World War One, and then how the whole esteem and psyche of a German man was rebuilt by Hitler and Stalin by World War Two. Now, the way that they built up the psyche of a German man, saying that they were better than other people and that they were this elite supreme race chosen by God, that's not a good tactic at all. But... Gandhi being an ambassador of peace and love and his approach to Hitler was, hey, you need to build up your people. You need to teach pride in some aspect of nationalism, but at the same time to make your love of self mean that you have to sacrifice the livelihood and standards and morale of other people is never a good trade-off. And I think Hitler, (laughs) for, for lack of better comparison, wants to be the proverbial Gandhi to the Hitler that is Trump. Yeah, that's a mouthful right there. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I this, mean, when you put it I'm when you put it like that, that, I see where I see where you're going though. Yeah, I see where you're going. Yeah. Now, whether he's doing it or he's not doing it, I think that's his. Yeah, intention. that's the question. Well, <laughs> his intention. Here's here's my last question about this whole Kanye fiasco or whatever that's been going on. My question is. Yes, uh, it's cool. Kanye's got all these free thoughts or whatever. He's a free thinker and everything. But my main concern really is the people around him and like the quote unquote handlers. And when I'm talking about the people around him, I'm talking about the Kardashians and the Jenners. Like, how do y'all feel about like, is, is that something we need to be paying more close attention to? Because, yeah. It's, it's easy to get distracted because Kanye is such a loud personality. 
it's easy to forget about the Kardashians sometimes. That, and that's crazy to think about as, <laughs> as much stuff they've been doing. But I definitely, I think Kanye, you remember that commercial that, uh, I think it was that Kobe Bryant, Kobe uh, Bryant. Remember that Kobe Bryant commercial where Kobe was talking to Kanye? He was like, are you a different animal and the same beast? And Kanye said, no, Kobe, that don't yeah. make sense. I think he's dealing with that concept right now. Are you a different animal and the same beast, Kanye? Are you the same person that was, and when he get on, he leave your full white girl. And now I feel like this Kanye, he is the same Kanye, but I think this Kanye would tell you something like, I think race is a is a construct used to divide us socially. That is which not is even, true because that, is that was even, created. Yeah, which is true. Which is true. Which is true. About, you know, such and such white, such and such black is we are the human species and we are human beings. And I think that's something that the new Kanye would say that would maintain some sense of consistency with the gold digger, you know, era Kanye. No thoughts, Janae. And we can end this uh, segment on Kanye. <laughs> um, um, I don't know. I mean, to be 100 with you. Like I said, I don't make none the album. All this better be leading to a fire album in June. Kanye. Right. And like I said, I don't, I don't think it has, I won't say it doesn't have much to do with the Kardashian general clan because I, I will say that. Um, who you're around has a big influence on how you think and how you move. And especially when you have children involved. You know, so the fact about Kanye's free-thinking concepts, I like it. But I also don't like it. But it's like the Kardashian Jenner plan, I feel like they pry on black men, on black women in general. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they sink their claws into black men. Ace and, Lamar Odom, Reggie Bush, uh, Ray J. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? I feel like they sink their claws into black men. And to see them get their uh, hands no, on a man no, like no, Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> And to see them get their hands on a man like Kanye, you know, and all that he had done prior to being with Kim Kardashian, it's kind of sad. So, yeah, you do have to question the team around them. Your wife has a big influence on you. You know, little do people want to admit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just worried, like, if something bad happens to him, uh, God forbid he ends up dying soon or, like, within the next 10 years or something like that, I'm afraid they're going to take his catalog. And the same way I was upset about when Prince, when he died, the main thing I was, I was like, bro, they, they coming for that man's catalog, just like they did with Michael Jackson. I'm worried because Kanye is definitely the artist that probably got tons of music just stored away, just waiting yep. to be released or unreleased if he so chooses. And mm-hmm. that's what worries me, you know, which is why I think <laughs> when is like black dudes going to figure out the Kardashians are not a good look? like that but i'm just saying like it's obvious their energy is off bro. i'm just saying this is me but you know kardashian karma we're gonna move on uh into our next segment uh royster five nine he just dropped a new album called the book of ryan and me personally, I loved it. I loved his last album, Layers. So I knew I was going to probably rock with this because he, before he was doing promo and stuff, he was talking about how he was going to be a little more instru- 
introspective or whatever, mm-hmm. looking back on his past life and stuff. I was like, dang, well, he got to say, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. said it. So I liked it. I'm ready to hear what you you guys. Um, uh, that's the one with caterpillars on it, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Bruh. I mean, well, <laughs> of course, of course, Royce always been a goat in my eyes when it comes to just his delivery. Mm-hmm. He, he, he is definitely a beast. Mm-hmm. Any, anybody that can halfway keep up in a lyrical foot race with Eminem is a goat. <laughs> yeah. And Eminem would even yeah. tell you that, that, that Royce is a beast. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like Royce is, is definitely fierce. Caterpillar, I believe, was one of my favorite tracks off his newest project. I, I, I loved his delivery on there. I loved a lot of the metaphors alluding to the whole older generation being a butterfly, the younger generation being caterpillars and attacking the beauty and the nostalgia that a lot of the old heads have and OGs have put up. So I, I think that was just a cool play on, on terminology. And, and I, I liked it. I liked it. Over, overall, um, what, what's the scale? We'd given out of 10. Oh, I was going to wait to the end, but you can oh, go no. ahead. Oh, though. no, I'll wait. I'll All right. Wait. Janae. <laughs> Janae, did you uh, get a chance to uh, listen all the way through? Yes, I did. <laughs> and I loved it. Have you heard Royce I loved before? it. Can but I found it? myself. I heard Royce when you sent me the song that he did with Cole. And I had heard of Royce before, oh, but I never really yeah, explored him too much. Yeah, Bob LeBeau. <laughs> and I heard of him, but I never really explored him too much, never really had the time. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm actually listening to she it. She got to check out Bambi. And <laughs> I, I really didn't enjoy it. Uh-oh. Here y'all go. Here y'all go. One of my favorite tracks was Dumb. I kept listening to Dumb over and over and over again. And I'm like, okay, I need to look at the lyric. So I listened to it as a man. Beautiful song. Probably my favorite song. So I would give it a thumbs up. I loved it. All right. Well, uh, well, you already got into your favorite tracks. Mine was Bablo Boat. Uh, what was it? Uh, Caterpillar, of course. That was just a lyrical I mean, onslaught. Yeah, yeah, I was like, Jesus. I was I like, what? Yeah. Why didn't you do this yeah. on your last album? I was so mad. Yeah. I, to I almost fell out of love <laughs> with Eminem. He my favorite rapper. And his last three albums. I was, I was like, like, what are you doing? Where is this M been? But yeah, that's another topic. Uh, and then Dumb. That was my free, three favorite tracks right there. Like, mm-hmm. bro. <laughs> Man, yo. Did you go over yours, your favorite tracks, Tunnel? Um, I didn't get to hear the whole thing. Okay. I didn't get to hear the whole thing. But so far, uh, I agree with her. I like Dumb. I love Caterpillar because, you know, I'm an Eminem fan. So, of course, I'm going to like the song with M on it. Uh, I didn't get to get through through the whole thing. But over, over from what I heard, I think I only heard like five or six of the songs. I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So I listened to it at least like about two and a half times so mm-hmm. or whatever so i right now the rating i would give it i would say it's an 8.5 solid 8.5 gotcha. okay. from what i get I, I give it from what i heard i give it a seven okay. i agree Perfect. cool cool so we on to album swap so this tono this is a segment that me and janae do we uh trade off albums mm-hmm. Between uh-huh. each other, albums that we haven't heard or listened to <laughs> or whatever. So it gets a little interesting, especially this time. Janae, 
don't know. We we just gonna get into it. Uh, Janae, go and tell them what what album swap you gave to me. What is? <laughs> so I was struggling a little this week. I'm not gonna lie, cause I was moving and everything, mm-hmm. and so I was vibing to some funk music. Funk is my favorite genre, oh, and yeah. so I was like. <laughs> So I gave him Confunction the Greatest Hits. Short, sweet, and to the point. It was about what? 12 songs? I think it was. Something like that. Something like that. Something like that. But it's like three or four of my favorite songs in the world on that one Mm. album. So I'm like, oh, Jonathan is going to hate me for this. So with that being said, what what was it, 12? Uh, what was it, Tono? Yeah, 12. 12. Yeah, it was 12. Um, 12, 12. Yeah. I'm so like, I knew you would hate me. Just, and so I, I was like, I got to do it. I got to do it. Yeah, so I, I wasn't mad. I was just like, I was like, this is so random. I was like, why she? I was like, okay. This is like, dang, she, she went back, back in time. Yeah. I was like, this is cool. I like funk too. You know, I'm down with the funk yeah. or whatever. I, I feel I've never, always been I'll, a George Clinton fan. So yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, Damn. Uh, what's his name? Uh, dang, I forget it. Boosie Collins. Parliament. Boosie That's Collins. Yeah, I mean. I like uh, yeah. But I mean, I I never listened to any of the albums. I've heard some of their hit songs. So I was like, they they got the collection of probably like their greatest hits on this uh, album. So I was like, it's going to be good. That's why I wasn't mad. I was just like, this is so random. <laughs> Why'd she do that? But yeah, this is, I mean, this is cool. Definitely cool if you into the genre of funk. And honestly, uh, if you listen to hip hop, I don't understand why you couldn't be into funk. Cause My point. It's so many funk influences. Some of his bases come to funk. Yes. And, you know, disco yeah. and all that. <laughs> Man, after y'all do this segment, I got an album y'all both got to go listen to. What is it? It's, it's hella, it's, 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 it's actually like, a blues folk album mm. and it's oh. by it's called holly and it's by justin nazuka a lot of people know him by his song called save him it was a song about a, a abusive husband beating on his uh wife and killing his wife his son and himself mm. and it's it's like man and it's like the whole <laughs> song she's praying saying, save him save him from the hand that he beats me on Cause she's wow. so scared by her Ooh. own rage that she doesn't even see his rage as a threat. She's worried about her hurting him. That's wild. I was like, <laughs> man, this is yeah. This is what I'm saying. Like, like hip hop is an interesting genre because yeah. it takes from all those Everything. other blues, right. rock and he, roll, he definitely, I think disco, my favorite singer, funk. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah. I, love, I mean, I mess with it or whatever. Like I said, uh, what was my favorite songs on here? Let me go through. But my favorite songs, this got to be probably Love's Train. Come on. Let's see. Ladies Wild. I like that one. Really? <laughs> yeah, make it last. I mean, straight from the, I like most of these. Songs. Straight from the heart is one of this like my top ten favorite songs. Straight from the heart, yeah. Straight from the heart, love on and your make mind. it last. Yeah, yeah, love on your mind. I like that. I'm, like I say, I like most of the album, but yeah, for you, I think what did I give you? You did come by the. 
Oh, Cambada, the Holy oh, you Ghost. Me to yeah, yeah. There's another lyrical miracle uh artist I like or whatever. I think you should really listen to him, Tano, because yeah, he be talking about. Yeah, if you like lyrical, stuff, you, you like him influences, you will really enjoy Cambada. Yeah, especially this EP. Uh, it's called the Holy Ghost. Uh, but yeah, Janae, you can tell them about your experience with it. I liked it. I liked it. Um, it was fifty-seven minutes, so he almost lost me on concentration here. It's not a long album, but not a long EP, but it was cool. Um, lyrically, the man is genius, but mm-hmm. for me personally, I have to be in the mood to listen to something lyrical and open up my mind. I need to concentrate on it. So since I didn't have a lot of time to actually concentrate and sit down and listen and pick word for word and look at all the lyrics exactly, I think a lot of it went over my head. So I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do I'm I'm not even going to lie. Some of it probably went over my head. So I'm going to sit down and listen to it again when I actually have time to concentrate. Um, At first, this was a little bit choppy, but I was like, "Um, Mm -hmm. not really, because I can honestly tell that he's from New York. By the way that he flows, I mean, but has he was he battle rap? Did he have a battle rap? I'm not sure. I mean, I'm pretty sure he probably has experienced battle rapping before. Um, it's hard for battle yeah. rappers to make choruses. Yeah, yeah, but I yeah, another thing, I like the beat. Yeah, using like some of them kind of remind me of battle rapping a little bit. Did did you? Yeah, the like, beat. Yeah, like, beat selection was on point. Okay. Yeah, yeah. His uh, producer is called Black Magic. I really, I like Yeah, that. yeah they kind of give me the uh, Eric B and Rakim type of feel, like how, mm-hmm. you know, how tight-knit they are. I think he, his producer mm-hmm. produces tracks tailor-made for him, and I, I like that. I agree. Know? I agree. Yeah, his big, his big selection was on point. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get that 100, honestly, truly. But yeah, I enjoyed it. So, Tono, give it a listen. I definitely will. I think you had sent me one of his videos on uh, on YouTube. He definitely is a lyrical miracle, yeah. miracle empirical, yeah, sent from the imperial type. You <laughs> wanted them, yeah. I was trying to think. He he did a video for this EP, The Holy Ghost. I think it was called. It was either Black Magic or Mayweather. I can't remember which video he put out. I like the video too. But you know, if you get a chance, yeah, everybody listening, you can go check that out. Uh, it's on YouTube and stuff. It's not that hard to find. Just look up Cambada. That's spelled. What is it spelled? C A M B A T T A. Cambada. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's our album swap. Now one gotta go. This is like our favorite segment. Mm-hmm. Tono. You know, Woo! You know, it's simple. One gotta go. Whatever, you know. Looking at the got... list, I already got mine. Oh, wow. <laughs> I already got oh, mine. Uh, go ahead, keep going. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. One gotta go. We're gonna start off with the hip hop section. We got four albums, uh, hip hop albums. So, first one Pretty Girls Like Trap Music by Two Chains. Hendrix, uh, this is Futures. Uh, I think that was his latest album. He put mm-hmm. out Culture, Migos, the first culture. Not the second one, <laughs> but and then for the last one, Blank Face LP by my boy Schoolboy Q. So yeah, since you, Mr. Tono, already got yours, uh, how about you start? Right, let you go first. So I'm a, hey, get I'm this a, shit off your chest. 
I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm shooting myself in the foot, me being an artist, but I just can't get jiggy with culture. Like, I'm so over Migos. <laughs> I, it, Migos, they're ingenious because they figured out an algorithm and a yes, step they process. Did. They, and they, yeah, they did. They yeah. did. They, they did. They did. They figured out cheat code. Yes, they this did. Is the taste. Yep. Yep. This is the taste. Uh, this is the taste. Totem. I told This is the taste. Yeah. I want to taste with Jay. Yeah. I want to taste with Janae. Yeah. The ad-libs are untouchable. The ad-libs are untouchable. The ad-libs been untouchable since Versace. Yeah. I was like, untouchable. dude. Versace? 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 Producer head on me like, I'm a Minati. Ooh. Like, I don't know. Me, I'm never going to be the type of person that hate on anybody for chasing their dream. Because like I said, I am a free thinker and I love Kanye is one of my favorite artists, so I'm never gonna tell somebody that they art isn't art or it isn't reputable or mm-hmm. great in its own right. But what they've done is, is they they've just ingeniously come up with a, a algorithm and said we're gonna stick to the algorithm. We 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 gonna get a get get some auto tune and either D minor or C major. We gonna put a through the wall phaser on the voice. <laughs> we'll get a nice poppy trap beat. And we gonna we gonna ad lib the heck out of it, and they just like I said, that, that, that that's that's they thing, and it's like man, I I just can't take no more of it, cause every song sound <laughs> the same, man. I, I listen. To I will give you like, that on culture too. What you say? Culture too, I will give you. Every song sound the same except for two player by two chains. Other than me, I thought I was to the same song for twenty minutes. I, like I looked at my phone like, am I, what am I listening to? Stir fry, stir fry cool. I like the chorus to stir fry, but stir fry as a whole, nah. Oh, yeah, culture too. It was they probably we didn't ask for culture too. They could have kept that. They should have kept it to like ten to twelve tracks. If they did that, they shouldn't have dropped it. I honestly think they could have waited. They, I was talking to someone else about this. They could have waited on culture too. They, They we could still jam from culture. Culture didn't do nothing but drop in January of twenty seventeen. It's what May right in the culture one wave. Yeah, and then they should stay right there. Queen time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody exactly. Would have tripped. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Culture two should have been Rand, an album. It, 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 we didn't Rand, ask for. Fun fact: Before I even knew uh, or tripped off of Migos' album being called Culture, I put a song on the Trump tape called Culture. So uh, a, a song so on they, my newest project is so called they, Culture. They, 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 they stole your idea. They put it out in the universe. Out the universe. <laughs> I ain't even trip off of it. Well, they had Culture One out before this, but I, I, I got a little a, a dope little song called Culture. I'm going to make sure. It's it's on the Trump tape. I'm going to let the whole project out. I let Lady Liberty out already, but the whole project going to be out sometime this week. Wow. Okay, okay. Um, Jonathan, go next. Which one of yours got to go? This is This is actually tough. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> We're not gonna be friends. You say schoolboy Q. No, hit okay. no. I was, I was about to say no. What I was, I was about to say, I'm deleting no. the number. <laughs> Don't invite me on the podcast. I'm just messing with you. No, no. What I was about uh, to do, I was about to do process of a, uh, of elimination. Okay. So, yeah. One by the untouchable schoolboy Q, blank face. But if you've been sleeping on this album, I don't know what you've been doing with your life. The blank face. Right. Bro, that was probably the best album I felt like came out in 2016, but that was me. That was good. So, yeah. 
And I really mess with uh two chains pretty girls love trap. Woo! Pretty girls love trap music. I only, ooh, I only like maybe about two or three songs. Like one of them being that Nicki Minaj joint. That was mm. trash. <laughs> and she was doing too much singing and auto-tuning on that one. I was like, what are mm-hmm. you doing, Nicki? Uh then it come down to yeah, future and Migos. Future. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to agree with Tono. <laughs> culture, culture gotta go. <laughs> I love Hendrix, man. <laughs> I love that. And I know I, a lot of people did not like good. Hendrix. I love them. It was, it was dope. It was different. <laughs> I like this. Speaking of speaking of future, <laughs> random side thought: What the heck happened to designer? He, man, he you know that man just turned twenty-one the other day. The clone disappeared. <laughs> Attack of the clones, man. That's what I'm saying. You're a clone for a reason. You're not built to last. <laughs> yep. Hey, it works sometimes because Roscoe Dad showed is still Soldier Boy swag and run with but it. But he he still died though. I mean, he, he, he had about a two year run maybe. Some that people run and reinvent themselves. <laughs> I mean, but you know, there's a lot of Lil Wayne clones out there. Yeah, and it's he got so many clones. His clones got clones. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> that's how many Wayne clones there is. That's true. Yeah, man, I low key miss Roscoe Dash though. Don't do that. R O S E L E. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Roscoe was was kind of nice. Roscoe was popping when Roscoe was popping. Yeah, give his credit. I miss Wale, man. I do too. First of all, y'all slept on Wale's lap. Yeah. yeah, I ain't even gonna go in on y'all on yeah. Wale. Not today. Nah, nah. Yeah, today. let's not get into that. But yeah, right. Janae, what gotta go for you? I also did process of elimination. Um, Schoolboy Q was not being touched. Um, Pretty Girls Love Trap Music was not being touched. So it came down to Hendrix and Culture. Right. And surprisingly, Culture had to go. Dang. Dang. <laughs> Hey, Dang, I, it's a hey, done deal. I, I told you what I was looking at. Culture had to go. I, 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 that wasn't a hard choice. Culture, I was like, that's going to be mine. And then I went back yeah. and reread. I was like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I looked at this. I looked, I was like, mm. culture, okay, cool. And I went on about my day. It wouldn't, it, I didn't need to go back and listen to any of them. I just kind of just knew. And with me not being like that big, big of a future fan, I did enjoy Hendrix. So, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah culture, culture had yeah. to go. And I think also like, what helped too is that I, yeah, when I saw Migos in person, what was that last weekend, I wasn't impressed. So it was like, yeah, yeah, you got to go. But <laughs> I know someone that had a totally different experience than I did. I said, okay, maybe it was just my experience. I'll give them another try. But their stage presence to me was lacking. But I don't know if it was because it was just a lot going on. They had a long day. Something's going on with their sound. So they just like, I want to be on stage. But, yeah. You know, everybody has a bad day. You know. But, all in all, hey, culture had to go. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a consensus. You know, Migos, all you Migos fans, I'm sorry. We disappointed y'all right now. But it is what it is. <laughs> we disappointed the Migos. Yeah. That doesn't know what it is. <laughs> Like I'm a hero. Huh? He didn't need to do the Thanos. Ah. Got it all over my head. <laughs> Man, I'm selling contraband. Woo. Pull up in the new van. Oh, Man, I got the red leg. <laughs> Coach. So for the R&B section, 
Where we got the R&B one got to go? You got to list them off because my iPad is down. You got to oh, list no. them off. All right. All right. So Trap Soul by Bryson Tiller. We got Finn by Sid. Dang, this going to be hard. Process by Sampha. And Free by <laughs> Six. Oh, well, Free Six Black or whatever you call themselves. Six Slack. Six I don't know what it is. I always say don't Six Slack. And then I got to go back and reread it. Like six black. I know black. Whatever you are, it's just black, ain't it? <laughs> I don't know. Why would it's you black. put a six? It's black. Confusing. I don't get it, but it is. It's for a lowercase b. It's like a lowercase b. Yeah. No, it don't. It you know, symbolism. <laughs> symbolism. I don't know, but who hey, want to who want to start if... this off? Because <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Man. I don't know, y'all. All right, okay. One of them I don't know, so it's not fair for me. Anybody <laughs> say Trap Soul gotta go? We yeah, ending the podcast. No, what, what's the song off of that? Uh, nobody knows me better than my piano. That joint. Uh, hey, that song? Hip. That's all bad. Dang, bro. <laughs> you gotta listen to Sanford, bro. bro. Wait. Woo, Sanford. Woo. So you already know for me, Sanford ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Sam is, yeah, bro. I agree. Have to wait, wait, you might we might have to actually play a song or something so I can actually. Hold on, wait a minute. First. Hold on, wait a minute. Let me see. What song should I play? Blood on me. No one knows me like my piano. Under really incomplete kisses. Hey. What should I play, Janae? Ooh, incomplete kisses. Incomplete kisses. All right, all right. Go ahead. Go ahead. We go. We'll play a little bit for Tono here. <laughs> Ooh. That's plush. Got the soulful in it. I'm anxious for the chorus now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of uh, Bonnie Vare. I haven't heard him. Bonnie Vare, I'm lost in the woods. <laughs> Ooh, I love that song. I don't know him, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's enough yeah, for you. That, that is, he <laughs> that's enough. Oh, yeah. So, you, Janae, you agree with me on that though? Don't that kind of remind you of uh, Bonnie Vare? Yes, 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 like it does. He does the that through the wall vocoder mm-hmm. effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So Sanford ain't going nowhere. <laughs> we just gonna get that off. <laughs> yeah, Sam ain't going. So, it come down to Bison Tiller, Trap Soul, Finn by Sid, and Free see, Free Black or whatever by Black. You just got uh, next, man. I was got high. Uh, so who who going, y'all? I think I, think I know. I'll go. I know who. I'll go. I was about to say that. I'll go first. Go ahead. Sid isn't going nowhere because Finn was good. Okay. See, it got this. Okay. Sample not going nowhere. 
obviously. Yeah. Who I got? I got I got trap soul and I got you got free black black. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, ain't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm at the go free black. Dang, I knew she I'm sorry, Trap Soul. Bro. No, I can't do that. Trap Soul has nostalgia. I'm sorry. In defense, Black is one of the hip-hop. He is. If y'all say shit, he got to go. He is a podcast. But I'm talking, like, before before yesterday, I was going to go with Black. (laughs) But I listened to all these albums except for... Sanford's project because I already knew that was untouchable. But <laughs> you already knew so that was saying Trap Soul. I listened to Finn and then I listened to uh Free Free Black as well. And I was like, I was like, dang. At first I was going with Black, but C gotta go. <laughs> what? C, C gotta go. C gotta go. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I C said it. Go. C gotta go. I'm gonna give you well, my reasoning. Right. Artistically, free. I'm about to hang up. I'm about better. to disconnect. Artistically, it was better. <laughs> I got the disconnect. I got to go. Yeah, I can understand. Maybe some people may feel with black, you got to be in the mood to listen to this album. Yes, you have. You have but to be. Here's the problem. His album, I feel, is more cohesive though. It's more cohesive it than uh Finn's. Uh, well, Sid's project, Finn. Yeah, within Fan Project, it has some lows to me. Like, I was like, bro, like, especially the back half of the album. I was like, bro, like, this mark started off cool, but I was like, bro, she telling off. I was like, uh, I think she got to (laughs) go. Sorry, Janae. (laughs) Nah, I ain't. ain't. You outnumbered, Janae. I don't know. I feel like a lot of the new contemporary R&B, I'm not really liking. So it's, 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 I'm coming from a place where I don't really like Scissor that much. I don't like Sid. I can give you Scissor. Uh, what? I don't like, uh, what's that? Do you listen to Daniel Caesar? Daniel Caesar is cool. Okay, I was about to Ooh. say, bro. I was like, you about that to- That man is phenomenal. From <laughs> this podcast. I mean, no, cause like- Right, you got the go if you don't mess with Daniel Caesar. I listen. I don't want to be that artist, and, and and I know I had some pitfalls, especially with Salah Salam. Like, I remember it's like two or three songs on my project that wasn't mixed, and for the trained music person, they'd definitely be like, my project had some pitfalls, so I could relate to not having mm-hmm. something executed all the way you want it to be. But from from the standpoint of, I think a lot of contemporary R&B is more so about you having empathy and a certain feeling than mm-hmm. it is about your ability to sing. That being mm-hmm. said, my first thing that I knew wasn't going nowhere was actually Bryson Tiller. Thank you. Yes. Thank so, you. Woo! From an emotion standpoint, Boy. like like when I tell you, like like me and my girlfriend be on some couple stuff on Instagram. You can even go through my Instagram. We got all videos to Bryson Tiller songs. Give me all of you in exchange for me, and I'll sing it. For me, he make people that can't like they can sing. You mess around. Me, be all off in the shower Ooh, singing. Yeah. Man, Ooh. I thought he invented a genre. This is going to be a new soul. genre, man. Like, this is like... I don't know which song trap. I like better, Rambo or that song Exchange or Don't. Like, I, don't. I like that song Rambo. Rambo was bomb. Rambo was bomb. 
I didn't think he could rap until I listened to Rambo. I was like, boy, I was like, he actually kind of spitting for R&B artists. I was like, yeah, oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of which, yes. I don't want to overload the podcast, but I have an album after I let out Trump tape in mm-hmm. the uh, around, I want to say, August, I'm dropping a project I'm dedicating to my daughter called Parables from Paradise. Mm. And I'm going to sing y'all the uh, single. is actually called Angel's Lullaby. It's a song about my daughter, and it's it's a real dope joint. But I'm going a, I'm to a send it to y'all. Maybe y'all can bring me back on another time. Oh, play that joint. Yes. <laughs> <Don't laughs> <do that. laughs> all right, we're going to be here all day. We listen to uh, Bryson Tiller, Trap Soul. Woo. Yeah, that. Woo. That's yeah. Joint. Yeah, so the consistency is uh see it gotta go with that album finn sorry janae all you see it fans i'm sorry i'm sorry i might have i might have if her album was more cohesive (laughs) i'm just saying but it is what it is i still love sid though i'm still a fan didn't the internet just drop something this past week i don't know i haven't heard heard this past week I, I didn't hear anything, and I really. I think I think it. she did. I, I get her notifications on Twitter. See, I think they did. Even even with the internet, like, like uh, I don't know. Like I mean, I guess I'm used to like so many of the Aretha Franklins and uh, Tina Turner's. It's, bro, it's hard getting those no it's, more. Bro. It's, it's hard for me to understand yeah, we're done. the new female singer that's not like just singing her butt off on some bro. Mariah Carey stuff. Like I can't. Mm-hmm. Mariah Carey, it. not even Mariah Carey. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like it's it's it's. it's it's hard for me to that was ignorant. understand. It's more like spoken word or something with these new female artists. You know what I'm Sister saying? Sister can sing, though. Have you listened to her? And uh, what's that other? She can sing. Yeah, yeah. Now her, her is good. You talking about we talking about sang. We talking about like we talking about when she sang. Her can sing. Her can sing, but she can't sing. You talking about that? You know, her can sing, but she can't sing. But <laughs> Back in the day, a great what makes her so good though? You a better way. I'm talking about that Amos Isaac and Rapture type <laughs> from St. Louis yeah. when they used to be at all the different evangelist churches. Yeah. And when I, shout out to Amos, shout out to Rapture. Right. But I mean, I'm talking about like you know, like people when they used to sing back in the day, it was like you felt their heart in a song. Yeah, like I think the I only new- listen to her, listen to her. If yeah. you want, if you want to, I'm telling you, SZA. People overhype SZA CD, in my opinion, and I, I like SZA. It. I, that I like SZA, but that album the was overhyped. No. I did. It was overhyped. Hey. side chick anthem. This girl had chick. me on Facebook about that. Janae, this girl on Facebook <laughs> said she gonna have all y'all kids. Your dad is my dad. Is my dad too? She is. She is. You come get your kid Monday, Thursday. I'm. You gonna come see mine on the weekend? Ain't no. Sis is gonna get. Sis is gonna have y'all out here pregnant and single. Pregnant and single. Hey, keep messing with Sis. Who's gonna be slaves? Sis is a choice. I'm just saying. Yeah, listen to her if you want to be in love. Listen to her. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah, definitely check them out, bro. Like her, Daniel Caesar, all them. Uh, Woo! And Ari Lennox too. I fuck with uh, Ari. Uh, Ari Lennox. Yeah. Ari Lennox. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. So all right. What we getting into now, Jonathan? What's the next segment? Thoughts. Final thoughts. Uh, we we uh we talked about Nicki Minaj on an earlier 
episodes. Uh, we I just wanted to go over her two videos that she dropped this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, did y'all get a chance to check them joints out? I think the last thing I seen of Nikki was that song she got with Young Thug. With the uh, that language. was all last year, I think. That was, that last was the year. last thing I seen of Nikki. Yeah, no, wait, old. I did see the video of the motorsport too, which I think. Yeah, that's old too. <laughs> yeah. So you missed her. Name. Yeah, I'm tired of motor. Yeah, one more thing about bad. a motorsport. That's if, if 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 man, that's Bay right there. You mess I, you mess with her like I, that, I, man. I ain't Nikki. been on Nikki since after the pink pink print. I was off Nikki. I ain't gonna lie Please. to y'all. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I don't know. I fell in love with Nikki when it was late in the game, but when she hit that monster verse, I yeah. was like, dang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was on Nikki after she dropped that voice that uh verse on uh Superstar Chick with Yo Gotti and them. Yeah. yeah. That's where I was like, okay. I was like, I was hearing all the hype and I was like once I heard that, I was like, okay. She got yeah. bars. I ain't gonna lie. She got bars. <laughs> and then the monster, that's when it really blew up. Yeah, that monster, yeah. she outdid Jay and Kanye. Like, yes, she did. She amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I haven't watched the videos, but I like I said, I like the visuals. So I'm um, I like like the uh, cover art and stuff for the yeah. uh, uh, two singles. So I'm gonna look at them this week. I, I mean, know. but if it's just her ass out, I'm not gonna watch it. I, I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, I was about to say not. I don't think it was. Bobby I'm tired of seeing her booty. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of. Oh wait, is that is Chung Lee one of them? Yeah, Chung Lee. Chung Lee. That's the one with her booty out. So you probably not gonna like so that. I can play yeah. that guy, Chung Lee. Yeah, that got on my nerves. Yeah. Just rap, bro. Yeah. They get on their fucking keyboard. Yeah, it's it's getting too much. Chung Lee. Yeah, it's getting too much. I do like Sun Lee. It was kind I of do funny. like Sun Lee. And I'm going to say the same thing. I like it. About me but I'm really not looking forward to Oh, my bad. I didn't mean to talk over you. Go ahead. What'd you say, Janae? Yeah. I said, I'm, if it's just her booty out, bro, I'm not about to mess with it. I mean, yeah. and I like Sun Lee. I love the song Sun Lee, but I don't want to watch the video and then it messes up the song for me. You know? Man. Yeah. She, you know, she, but they, 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 they definitely. I, I like that joint. I like that joint. Chung Lee is crazy. Actually, yeah, um, is crazy. I don't know if it's out yet, but I seen a, a performance of this. Tiffany Fox got a song called um, Kim Jai Young that's dope as heck. I haven't heard that. It, I'm telling you, I think it's a video of her performing it with Lil Kim. If, if y'all get to check it out, if you like Chung Lee, you would definitely like this new Tiffany Fox joint. It's hard. Yeah. We're, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try to check it out. If not, just send me the link, man. <laughs> send me the link. Starting to feel like Kim Jae Yeah. And hey, you look like Donald Trump. So I'm killing yeah. anything, everything, anyone, anyone. Oh, it's like they wasn't from where I'm from. She killed that. Mm-hmm. So talking about music videos, we're gonna uh talk about Donald Glover's new music video. I think he Ooh! I think he dropped it today. If not today, it was late uh Saturday. But I checked it out today. And I just see yeah. it just scrolling on social media. Like, people was like, this man, Donald Glover's a genius. I'm like, genius. Oh, I was like, what? A, and then I checked it out. I was like, okay. Damn. <laughs> I was like, okay. Where is he going with this? But mm-hmm. yeah, where, where was y'all thoughts? Um, I feel like I'm going to judge it in segments. 
I feel like lyrically it could have been some more substance to it. Yeah. He could have gave yeah. us some meat. With I agree. He just gave me some broth. All he gave me was some soup. I was looking for some meat, especially it being the, the yeah. lyrical genius that is Childish Gambino. We looking at this is one of the Lil Wayne clones. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Is. This is one of the Lil Wayne babies. Yeah. I expect more from the from the Tunchi babies. But uh, I, I think lyrically it, it wasn't there. But from a video aspect, with a lot that's going on, with a lot of the you know what, just pay attention to this. Don't look at the man behind the veil. Mm-hmm. I, I think that definitely was played out dope. And I like, right. you know, the the end and the climax where he talks about, hey, you know, y'all owe me followers. I've been doing this, you know, just for the publicity and I ain't get the publicity. And then showed that cameo of him running with the young thug and then all the Caucasians after him set up looking like industrialists, looking like they were about to come, you know, do whatever bad or ungodly thing to him. So for the visual... I definitely like the visual, but the song as a song, I think hmm. outside of the chorus could have been executed a little bit better. Hmm. I agree. Thoughts? I agree with everything. I actually agree with everything you just said yeah. to be 100. Uh, yeah. Lyrically for me, it was missing. Um, I love the beat selection. I liked how he went back and forth between like what to me sounded like it was an African influence yeah. with the first. Definitely love that influence. And then I like. And then I like how he shifted into the bass. I, I, and I like how he did it back and forth, too. I enjoyed it. But for me, what really did it was the video. Yeah, the video, I was about to video say was that, yeah. cold. The song, he went in, <clears throat> how he referenced like that Charleston shooting when he went in and shot the choir. Oh, yeah. There's Man. subliminals right there, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for me, for me, really, it was... Like the opening scene where he dancing and shit. I was like, bro, what the heck is this man on, bro? I was like, I don't think I'm going to like this. And then he takes the gun and shoots the dude in the back of the head that's playing, I think, a good time. I was like, oh, snap. I was like, okay, I see what what a brother going with it now or whatever. uh, I think it was was definitely, it kind of reminded me of, you remember off of Boondocks? That uh the uh what's the Uncle Tom figure on Boondocks? Oh, uh, Uncle Ruckus. Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> Uncle Ruckus. Uncle Ruckus kind of got that uh that bug die look. Yeah, that's what that reminded mm-hmm. me of when he did when he did that. It, I don't know that that. Oh, in the beginning, Whitaker face. He he oh, made the Forrest yeah. Whitaker face <laughs> when when he was dancing. The he was Forrest like Forrest Whitaker face. <laughs> I, hey, I hope they don't come get me for that one. I'm sorry. I I, I love Forrest Whitaker and I love his work. But I mean, I think he, he that got was the that. Forest Whitaker yeah, face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his eye got a little bit better, especially in Black Panther. I didn't even notice that sleepy eye. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> no, hey, I, I, I actually went back and was doing, a, for uh, my friend got a film, uh, Black History Film Studies class, and they had to watch a lot of different black films. And they had me watch this movie called The Crying Game with Forest Whitaker. And I'll never look at Forrest Whitaker the same. I heard about that the movie. Crime I yet to watch it. it got, Me too, uh, I've heard about it. Oh, uh, you know, remember, I think a long time ago, they talked about Tupac was quote-unquote homosexual, and he dated uh, this this transgender dude. I heard, so I heard, that. yeah. So, so the dude it. that they speculated about in the whole Tupac ramble, he, he plays a girl that's in love with uh, Forrest Whitaker in this movie. And you Ooh. think it's a girl until there's a scene where the he, she ends up 
going to have a, a, a sexual encounter with yeah. this Caucasian dude that was doing research on how Forrest Whitaker died. And he found out it was a girl because he actually, you know, wow. he saw the genitalia or whatever. But it's crazy because wow. if you look up pictures, dude look like a chick. It's the, mm-hmm. it's the same, it's the dude that played in uh, 300 that was the, um, the, the the Persian king with the oh, earrings. You talking about Xerxes, the dude that plays? Yeah. Oh yeah, old light skinned dude, oh, old light skinned bald dude in the crying game. Xerxes. Oh lord. <laughs> and oh, okay. I'm telling you, you would think this was a straight chick had you not known it was yeah. man. Yeah, I'm, I might have to check that movie out. It's, I, it's I remember watching a movie similar to that in my English class back in high school. Uh, I think it was my AP English course. We watched a movie similar to that, dealing with transgender uh, and the relationships people have with transgender people. What we watch? I don't know. I thought they were, weren't you in uh, Miss Rachi class with me tonight? <laughs> you, you, yeah. I forgot the name of the movie, but it was a transgender or whatever. Or yeah, it looked like I had been sleep that day. When they took off the clothes, we saw yeah the ding dong. We was like, oh, that was the first time we was really introduced to trans. Oh yeah, yeah, that was the first time we was introduced to like the idea of transgender okay. and all that. It was uh, I remember the actor's name is Jay Davison. Yeah, Jay Davison. Yeah, I remember that in the reaction everybody had. We was all like, bro, what is going on? But yeah, yeah, this crazy. We didn't mean to get off on that tangent, y'all. Right, we sorry, y'all. But yeah, we gonna finish up with our last final thought. And I I recently heard in the news, Cardi B is kind of going through some financial issues or whatever as far, oh, with her, <laughs> with her, I guess, dealing with her album sales or something like that. She, I think they said she was caught up hmm. in a 360 deal. Dang. Or something like, I think. Don't quote me on that. But I did hear she was having some money issues. I I wanted to talk about this just because, you know, we got an artist on here. Definitely. I wanted him to share his thoughts right. on the whole industry and, like, how how do you think artists are being paid and how does that all work in your mind? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you view Definitely. these situations um, with artists? <laughs> well, my, my situation is uh, definitely uh, a little bit different. I have my own company called Tunnel Technologies and I do a lot of creative consulting and it also manages my music. I have a a manager and a label proprietor called uh, Clark Wilson Entertainment and we have a partnership and that's how we put out my music. Uh, I believe, and and this this always go back to that, that, that idea of free thought or whatever. I look at an artist the same way you would look at a business so the way you look mm-hmm. at the nikes or the products of the world you 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 are an idea that constitutes a whole industry so in being that you have to be careful in letting people get too much equity in your brand mm-hmm. and by getting too much equity in your mm-hmm. brand i allude to the 360 deal i yeah myself i wouldn't sign a long time mm-hmm. or long tenured deal where somebody has the exclusive right to my ideology my brand me touring and and basically the whole concept of me as an artist because a lot of those things they might not even have nothing to do with like i i might jump into a lot of different venues so i think that's definitely anytime you you jump into something where somebody has that much control or collateral in your brand you make sure it's only for a small window of time you don't give nobody the the license to just 
pretty much make you they slave. Like that's why I believe Prince had that that album or that picture where he had yeah, slave, slave written on his, his head yeah. because he was feeling that relationship mm-hmm. where he was mandated to do certain things because of the label. So, Warner Brothers, <laughs> let y'all know. So, so I mean, speaking speaking on that situation or speaking on three sixty deals or as, as exclusive relationships where a label manipulates your business as whatever your brand entails i think those endeavors are definitely hard to get out of and because of that very mm-hmm. reason you you got to figure out what's what's a win-win for everybody you know what i'm saying it, it, i ain't saying you know it's all bad because the label got to recoup their money they putting a lot of front money up they doing videos they flying you places and you know it's only good business and right that they get their money but it's it's a certain so point where artists be getting raped yeah. financially. <laughs> I yeah, because because they don't understand. Yeah, no, for real. You yeah, have to be a yeah. business. They don't understand That's what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Like like one a person that I respect a lot is Yo Gotti, and the reason I respect Yo Gotti a lot because you do the history. He didn't went from, you know, basically being an artist to being his own boss and mm-hmm. kind of revamping a lot of the things. And even the way he does business, he builds artists up with the understanding that, hey, you are a brand asset ambassador for me. And as an asset and brand ambassador for me, I want to help you and your company get off the mm-hmm. ground because that helps me at the top of the pyramid right. be even higher. It's basically a partnership. Yeah, it's more, more like I said, my relationship mm-hmm. is more yeah. so, you know, a, a win-win as opposed to, <laughs> some weird multi-level marketing scheme where you at the bottom of the totem pole. (laughs) Yeah, that's why artists like Nipsey Hussle and all the way back to uh, back in the 90s with Ice Cube, he was my favorite member of NWA because he had the balls to jump out of the group because they they was not trying to pay mm-hmm. it wasn't and just all about making money for most of the uh, the group members anyway, him and DOC. Uh, Mm -hmm. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely it's it's definitely to understand important to understand the difference between a beat being leased to you or exclusively licensed to you and who owns the master and all this different stuff. Did somebody do something as a work for hire or do they need some type of residual because they own certain rights to a song? So and then get things in writing, y'all. Like everybody get get it in writing. You can't go by just a handshake. Or get you like somebody that knows uh the law or whatever. Get a lawyer to lawyer. read. Yeah, get a yeah, lawyer. Have somebody <laughs> literally just read over the contracts. Yeah. It sounds like a you know, a bunch of jumbled up stuff to somebody that doesn't know legality right. and all that yeah. the ins and outs. Right. And, uh for a lot of people that are looking for legal forms, whether it be like even in your line of work, when you mm-hmm. license in artwork or graphic designs, they have a really cool application by Legal Shield called Forms. Mm-hmm. It's on uh, Android and Apple. You can just type in Forms by Legal Shield, and it has different forms on lending people money, on licensing artwork, licensing music, licensing the rights to use a specific idea, all this different type of stuff. They have the framework set up and is a real plug and play type of app. So for any of the, the artists, graphic designers, musicians out there that, that were wondering how to uh, get things written up, that's a, a cool resource. Definitely, definitely. Yes. Nate, did you have any other thoughts 
on the whole I, about, I really I really hope she get her money straightened out. She pregnant. Yeah. I, I really and you know, is she a new and upcoming artist? And you know, a lot of them get cheated in this way. I mean, you've seen it like you said, particularly in the nineties, Tony Braxton, you know, oh, yeah. um, New Edition, you know what I'm saying? And so many other people. And I would hate to see this be a bad, leaves a bad taste in their mouth about the uh, music industry as well, because that album was fire, you know, and we don't want that to be a reason why, you know, she decides to leave music altogether. So please give Cardi her check. <laughs> please, whatever happened. Mm. But that also is important, you know, like you said, to reach a contract too. A lot of artists get in there and they just want to make money or I just want to make music and you don't take the time to reach a contract. Yeah. You know, you it's could be selling your soul to Satan first. for $3, <laughs> yeah. but you put your name on a dotted line, you know, yeah. you signed. So hope she get it straightened out. Agreed, agreed. So let's do our artist of the week. Uh, my artist of the week is definitely Royce the Five Nine for this album he just put out. So yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I'll, you know. I don't know about you, Tono. What what was yours? Hmm. Man, she get you've been listening. I don't I don't know what you've been listening to. I've lately. been listening to <laughs> everything. I don't dang, yeah. that's difficult. Oh, my bad. I yeah. had backed away from the mic. Uh I have been listening to some of everything. I don't I don't know if I could just pick like a a straight artist of the of the week, man. <laughs> I, I be all over the place. Uh, I'm gonna let let her go and then I'm gonna I'm gonna think about it. I'm gonna think about it and then <laughs> then y'all can come yeah, back to me. Yeah, yeah, Janae. <laughs> Ooh, um, oh, oh, mm. currency. My artist he of the week is gonna go to currency. Yes, he did. Is that album or <laughs> And my boyfriend had been listening to him. He, my boyfriend Loki loves currency. And too. yes, and so he put out the new projects a couple weeks ago, and I've been like listening to him. Like, he put out like three, I want to say in 2018, if I'm not mistaken. Where have I been? I have Jesus. not heard this. <laughs> get your life, get get your entire life. So, mine's gonna go to currency. I don't even remember the name of all the projects, but just look them up. Mm. He didn't drop so much, and it's phenomenal. So, that's where I'm that's where I'm going. I'm going with currency. I saw you looking at uh, Ray Smurder today. <laughs> Ray Shrimmer. It's Shrimmer. Ray Shrimmer. What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? 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 was off and on. I, I messed with Power nice. Glide. Uh, yeah. or, wait, wait, wait. Can I go with Meek Mill? No, nah, because he ain't actually got a project. He just got the song. He ain't do nothing. He just got a jail. I mean, you can get to him if you want. He's a free black man. I guess, you know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna right. associate it with that. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, uh, man, I don't know. I feel impulse is telling me to just go with Cole. You can go with Cole. Cole, well, ain't nothing funny. Oh, ain't nothing wrong with Cole. Go, Cole go in your life. <laughs> a, I mean, I Wait, did y'all side note? And I was, I was side note. Yeah, uh-huh. KOD is actually in copyright trouble. Why? I don't know, but I saw it on Twitter. Hey, that's Twitter. <laughs> but I don't know how true it is. Yeah, I was about to say I that's think Twitter. We I don't know if I want to I think we should investigate further. But back to you, Tono. 
I don't know. It's an exciting time in music. My favorite rock group, Guns N' Roses, got a single out. Um, like you said, with the Childish Gambino, that's out. If it was my sister, or not my sister, if it was my cousin uh, Tanaya, she would tell you she would say Sean Mendez because he got a new single and she's in love with Sean Mendez. I I can't do the the pop music too much, but uh, I, I think I'm I might I might stick with the J Cole. I'm gonna stick with the J Cole. I'm excited to see what the Guns and Roses album is gonna be like, and I'm excited to see what Gambino's album is gonna be like. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So yeah. sleeper albums slash sleeper songs. I can go first uh, unless you had yours already ready to go, Janae. I do. All right. You go ahead. <laughs> That's my, fine. My, my sleeper album is going to be, on a cold note, Revenge of the Dreamers 2. You it dropped in 2015. <laughs> they don't get tired of you, Janae. <laughs> I used to not like J. Cole. I'm going to be honest. I don't care. <laughs> no, it, it was a, a girl that I used to date used to compare me to Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole a lot. So I could get an idea. It was like frustrating. It, it was like during was the, the beginning, during the impetus of their career, the genesis. During uh, the beginning of their... Oh, okay. About mixtape code. Yeah. That's my favorite code. Yeah, mixtape code. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Friday Night Lights code. I, I got mad because all the time she'd be like, ah, oh, your little raps remind me of J. Cole. I'm like, no. <laughs> No. <laughs> I am not him. You love compare me to an up and comer. You better compare me to a goat, goddamn me. You gotta compare me you to a so, goat. You were so appalled, huh? I'm so appalled. <laughs> On the Kanye note. Donald Trump stealing dollars from y'all. <laughs> Dang. But yeah, mine would be revenge of the Reg- and still remember when we were talking about Luke last week? That's what yeah. still slumming was on. Right, and yeah, I couldn't I, think I of where I heard it was a Revenge of the Dreamers too. So Dude. that's gonna be my sleeper oh. album, Folgers Crystals by J Cole. If y'all ain't listen to it, whoo, get your life. Folgers what? Folgers Crystals. Folgers okay. Crystals. Okay. Folgers Crystals. Gosh. The, um, that's me. I'm done. Dang, I straight, I straight lost my whole entire thought. <laughs> it has to be a hip hop album. Uh, no. Idiot. I mean, it don't have to be, no. I've been going back to the dude I told you about, the blues singer. No, no, wait, wait. Okay, well, it's a tie. It's a tie between, I really, it's a that album, uh, Holly by Justin Azuka. It came out, I think, in like 2011 or something like that with all them different songs I told you about. It was sad, but it was dope. Like, he has a real cool song called Mr. Therapy Man, too. So, Justin Azuka's Holly, and I like... uh. Ah, uh, what's that dude name? He sang Tennessee Whiskey. I don't know. <laughs> oh, gosh, man, that dude's so cold. <laughs> Tennessee Whiskey? For the album I'm going with, uh, hmm. the, uh, the Justin Holly. And for the song, Slept On Song, I'm going with Tennessee Whiskey. Wow. I got to look up what that artist sounds interesting. <laughs> right, I want to listen Tennessee, to him. Tennessee Whiskey. <laughs> It's it's, it's like an Etta James vibe to it, but it's a guy. I think his name Etta is Chris. James? Chris Stapleton. That's his name. He a country guy. Chris Stapleton. Tennessee whiskey. That is my joint. He say, "Girl, you smooth as Tennessee whiskey. You're as sweet as strawberry wine. You as dry as a glass of brandy, but you go down strong every time. Something like that. Oh, it's it's, it's, it's a dope <laughs> song. Wait, send that to Jr. Rap. Jr. Send that to me. 
Yeah, wow. Oh, D on your love every time, something like that. But it's a dope yeah. song. It's a dope song. You're gonna love it. It, it definitely got that Etta James vibe to it. My favorite, hold on. Here, oh, play, my it Apple music. play it off of you. You got title, yeah. You look know, up, I got title. You, you know, we got title. <laughs> look, look, look up Tennessee Whiskey by uh, I don't if, know, give us a second. Yeah, that joint. That one, oh, here it is, right there. Bow. I'm telling you, that's 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 my joint. Soulful. Yeah, you sound like you're gonna get you in your feelings. Listen to this, man. The whole thing gets you in your feelings. This whole project. Spend my life at the bar room. Used to spend my nights out in the bar He do, he do. Okay. <laughs> love drop. I'm yeah. waiting for that chorus. Oh man, that chorus. Ooh. It was warm as a glass of rain. That's what it was. Right. Watch this, y'all. Watch this right here. You're as warm as a glass of brandy. Okay. And honey, I stay strong on your love all the time. All right. Hey, cut it out, cut it out. Don't give them too much. That mug is good. Yeah, that mug, all right. I'm not really that much into music. <laughs> that was nice. Hey, I, hey that sounds nice. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> wow. It's funny, even me as a rapper, I spend like 90% of my time listening to, to other genres, other music. That's good. Yeah, that's actually good, I think. But yeah, my sleeper album is The First Parade by my boy. Isaiah Rashad, and uh, honestly, he is my favorite member out of TDE, and I don't understand why people are still sleeping on this dude. Like, like people be thinking uh, Kendrick No More be playing with the tones of his voices and stuff. I think Isaiah Rashad does that the best out of the artists I've been listening to. That album was bomb. Boy, man, and the funny thing is, the first time I heard it, I was just... I was so sleep on it, listening to it. The first time I heard it, I was like, bro, this is cool. Then something about the second time I heard it, I was like, bro, this is genius. Like, I, I mess with this, bro. Yeah. And the funny thing is, um, I really like this album, but I like his other projects before this, uh, like Sylvia's demo, because he really like showed on that one, like how lyrically sound he was, like on the Suns. Tyrade, I like it because how he uses it, his tones and his voice and his inflections as kind of like in instruments in between all the production on the music or whatever. But yeah, <laughs> Isaiah Rashad, The Sun's Tyrade. If y'all haven't heard that, you know, you need to get with it. <laughs> get with it. And then my sleeper song is by this artist named Summer. And the song is called More Than Alive. She's an up-and-coming artist. She 
from Chicago, but you know, she's currently you know her? Don't tell yes. me you know her. Okay. Dude, speaking the of funny her, thing is, speaking of her no name, that should have been my album. Damn. Oh, Jesse. oh yeah. Damn. I didn't even think of that. Damn. No name Gypsy. Okay. That's I, heard that. I was man. Yeah, but I reneged on the, on the No Names project. No yeah. name Gypsy for you, Tono. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. But this girl I'm talking about is her name is Summer. I've actually done some artwork for her for her her latest song. She's putting out an EP or whatever here coming out soon. Y'all can follow. Her, I think on Instagram, I forgot her exact Instagram name because it's different from her actual name, Summer. Oh, shoot. But if I find that, I'll put it in the link, in the description yeah. link on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, more than a lot, it's pretty cool. She she's kind of reminds me, she gives me a little bit of a Leah feel, a little bit. She kind of resides in that type of frequency for me. I likes that. And Leah, boy, <laughs> bro, if any artist I wish I could bring back, it probably, Leah would be probably like in my top five artists okay. I would want to bring back, you know. But yeah, <laughs> I like I likes this girl Summer, not just because I don't know her, but she's actually pretty cool. I like her, like her whole vibe and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, that's me. That's my sleepers. Yeah, man, but this this has been real. You know, this is Taste Test Podcast. We got our first guest on today. Yeah, yeah. My boy Tono. Uh, again, if you want to let people know where they can find your music. Mm -hmm. you get it, definitely. Uh, yes, it's Tono Wilson. That's T-O-N-O-W-I-L-S-O-N on Facebook and Instagram, preferably, but I'm also on SoundCloud. I'm actually, weird fun fact, I'm an artist on WhatsApp. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm an author, I mean, author on WhatsApp. So I, I, I do like <laughs> random thoughts and in, in, in stuff that I, I put together on on on, uh, on Wattpad and WhatsApp and different things. Cool, cool. And y'all know where to follow us at. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we are Taste Test Podcast. Y'all can follow us on uh, uh, social media on Instagram. It's Taste Test Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And on Twitter, it's Taste Test Pod. Just Taste Test Pod on Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, we currently, we just uh, uploaded some of our episodes to iTunes and SoundCloud. Yep. So y'all can follow us both on there at Taste Test Podcast, as well as on YouTube. Subscribe, follow, mm -hmm. like, share, hit the bell, all that good stuff on YouTube. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. We oh, still keep growing and stuff, you know. We started off humble beginnings. We still <laughs> in that growing phase or whatever, but we getting it together. You loving it. <laughs> I, I might mess around and be a sponsor one day. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> Taste says brought to you in part by Tono Technology. <laughs> that would be dope. Yes. That. Bear with us. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, but it's been yes, real. Yes, of course. Uh, yes, please. Our special guest today, Tono, coming. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you want to come back on, just you know, hey, let man, us know in the I, future. I we definitely will. Like yes, I thank said, thank you, Tono. This this R B R and B joint. Matter of fact, as let us know. As uh, I'm I'm gonna send you a download card, Janae. If you if you ain't already yes. bought the album, I'm gonna send you a download card to that, and then I'm also gonna Bend send you. 
everything from the Trump tape before I release it. So y'all can have an exclusive on that. And then uh, in August, I'm gonna let y'all know about the R&B project I'm dedicating to my daughter. Oh, wow. Yes, yes, All right. yes, yes. All right, that's dope. You trying to get on your Childish Gambino vibe, I see. That baby boy vibe. Man, it's like, it's gonna be baby girl. It's, it's. Baby girl. It's, it's so, it's, 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 man, it's a beautiful song. I didn't, can I play you a snippet of it? Yeah, we well, we 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 can do it for the outro for this. I do. We do it for the outro for this uh podcast. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's been I real. We've been on here for a minute, but I loved every second of it. Really, this is Jonathan. Yes, sir. My co-host Janae and Janae. My special guest Tono Wilson. Okay. Yeah, and we out. <laughs> the signs and it reminds me of angels waiting there in line I held her hand like grains of sand then we stood still in time heaven has your wings but I can see them still on the corner of your heels So you'll always be An angel Angel You'll always be My love side of you So beautiful thing Write a new haiku There's something old in your something new I know a few that look like you So you'll always be an angel Love is an antique, the feeling so unique No words for this feeling, guess that's why I couldn't speak Can't wait to tell my sister you know Taylor Marie Then Tori Malik, that they got a little niece My little piece of heaven's peace Cut from heaven's pasture, raptured in God's laughter Tono the first chapter, for I so loved a girl That an angel was born after So you love always be An angel